Welcome back again to part two, where we're talking about cortisol, we're talking about stress, and where we went through in part one about what is causing stress and the effect it's having on our bodies at a kind of a, quite a harsh level. We're going to go through a couple of different techniques that we both have in order to look to lower cortisol levels and our perceptions of stress. Because as we said, we need cortisol for functioning actually day to day, yeah. but it's when it's high for too long that it becomes a problem and we want to be able to, to lower that. What would you say a couple of your coping me mechanisms for cortisol are? Um, jam, donuts, coffee, <laughs> Cucumber and tomato um, breakfast. Not cucumber and <laughs> tomato. I mean, but that's that's already that will be some people's coping mechanism. Yeah, and uh, it's quite interesting. You know, we're all human. I, for me, I suddenly find that in the morning I'm I'm going for that coffee, and I'm realizing for me that I'm needing that pick me up. So number one is just being awareness. From a chiropractic perspective, we would always take any health challenge to go back to. Uh, physical, emotional, chemical. Mm -hmm. So look at life from a physical, emotional, chemical. When you have a health challenge, it's always going to be through a toxicity or deficiency. So physically, um, as a quick, quick one all the way through. Physically, I would make sure that I'm not over, over exercising and putting in excessive strain, but I would make sure that I'm still moving and and stimulating the body. But I would look at for things which are more like parasympathetic based. So meditation, yoga. Um, walking, you know, things which are getting moved allow the benefit of movement but without over-stressing the body because the body's already stressed. Chemically, I would look at identifying that I've got cravings going on and then try and go back to more basic, you know, non-processed foods, yep. drink plenty of water, um, from a look at my diet perspective and try and be a little bit more sharper because as you mentioned in the part one, You've got also certainly a lot of uh, trace elements, your, your B vitamins, your magnesium, your zinc, all these are going to get nailed because, yeah. of, because of stress. Um, so that's diet, the chemical, and then emotional would be looking to identify where the stresses are and, and coping mechanisms. So how do I cope with mechanisms? Do, you, is it, do I spend some time with a mate and talk? Do I do meditation? Do I write a journal? Do I, what's throwing me off track from an emotional level? Yeah, I so think that's, 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 that's the chiropractic ones. overview 101. Yeah, I think, I think the, the big one there is about talking. Because a lot of people, especially in the world where we're more connected than ever, we're more disconnected than ever. Yeah. And people don't talk about certain problems they may have or even talking to themselves when it comes to journaling. Yeah. That is massive. And I guys, journal every guys, guys are uh, traditionally really terrible with that. I think it's changing. I think it's better. I have a classic example, a good friend of mine, um, with some stresses are going on in, 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 from my perspective. Um, we would, uh, in past hookup occasion, go to go for a beer. But he's more focused on his health and then he says, yeah, you know, I'm not really going out having too many beers these days. So I said, fine, it's not about the beer. Let's hook up and go for a walk. And, and to, So now we're two middle-aged men going out for a walk with, either with dogs or no dogs. But it's brilliant because we connect, we're outdoors, we're moving, but we get a chance to chat. And um, I think it's changing, but there's still a lot of work for, in guys' mentality that it's okay to go and have a chat with the mate and say, listen, you're a good mate of mine, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling here. Uh, I value your input or, you, or no input, and just listen. Yeah, and I think that's, that's key. And the same with the journal and the meditation. It, there's more of a 
acceptance on it now. But a few years ago, I know that a lot of people were thinking, oh, meditation is just like woo-woo stuff, all yeah. this stuff. But it helped. breathing techniques help, and breathing in through your nose. We don't nose breathe as much, which is filtering the air, yeah. and then out through our mouths. And just doing that can actually switch into relaxation. The breath is huge. When you yeah. look at the physiology between the breathing and the diaphragm and the rhythm, I mean, you can slow down your heart rate, you can change that overload system just through breath. Um, so yeah, hugely important. And that's where a lot of the relaxation techniques do start with, you know, feel this and, and, and go through, but focus on the breath. Something I've been doing recently and I've noticed a hell of a lot of difference in my digestion in a positive way. I've got two things. The first one is not eating at my desk yeah. because there are studies to show um, my mentor Cliff was saying about it and uh, made me aware of it that there are studies to show that if we eat where I pay our, we pay our bills and that's stressful to you, it will slow down your digestion and yeah. it, you're not going to get the right nutrients from your food or the, the nutrients that you could do from your food. It, what I do, I eat outside now if the sun's out, I have five deep breaths in through my nose, out from my mouth. Uh, and really try and relax. No phone there. It's me and enjoying it with my food until the dogs start barking at whoever's walking past. Yeah, I think we lost that connection yeah. of where we eat and how we how we. And I think that's that and chewing your food as well. Yeah. Because the more surface area we can get, the easier it's going to be for your food to actually have the nutrients taken from it, provided the digestive system is working, and. Uh, be less stressful for the body. Well, and you raise an important thing of changing that because if the stress is work and deadlines, there's this tendency to, I'll just get some food in me because I'm hungry, um, but the deadline is most important. If you then press stop and it only has to be you know, 10 minutes mm -hmm. to sit and take, it's, it, it gives you a pattern interrupt. It allows the body just to reset, rejolt and go back. And the old thing is like we, we talk about with exercise, you know, you can exercise seven days a week, but if you don't have a couple of rest days, it doesn't mean seven days are better than five. No. Um, same with, with productivity and, and stress. Your body, as we said in part one, the stress levels are designed for short bursts. So if, you, if you're trying to pump it and then using it again, I'm, I'm stressed, but I'm going to wind up the coffee and I'm going to go for it so I can be more productive and get, get the deadline done, your you, your your quality of work is going to suffer, but also your stress levels are actually just going to accelerate. Yeah, and I think that that's key to look at where our starting point is when we talk about exercise. Is that I'm working with a client now um, over in the states, and his business is going for an amazing growth spurt, uh, the best time he's had in in years. And he is overweight. He's got his kids, and he's trying to push through the stress levels. But if we just said to him he needs to work for five days in the gym, or workout, sorry, five days, it's not going to happen. Mm. At the moment, it's just, let's just get some better choices. Let's get to sleep a little bit earlier, and let's just get some movement in. Because I've done a video on it before that we may be overtraining before we even get to the gym when it comes to stress levels. Mm. And uh, as you said, just picking that right exercise that is going to add to your day rather than take away from There was a good post on Facebook the other day with um, uh, Dr. Mark Hyman who's, who's one of the top guys with functional medicine. He's got some great posts. I really recommend to follow him because he's got some little snippets but one of the, the main ones is, is his starting point would be um, clean the diet out. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, if you're stressed and you're having food, poor food choices and then you go 
or stress, because the tendency with stress is, stress is like fighting a lion, but there's never the lion. So the, 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 some of the theories out there would be, so go and fight the lion. So go do some high intensity training, which in a theory makes sense is that you're going to burn up some of that adrenaline. But that's great, but you're putting more energy demand on the body. But if your nutrition is lousy, you've got no magnesium, no zinc, no B vitamins, the vitamin C levels are low, um, you, you're just going to screw yourself even even more. And so I think as well, the starting point varies from, from person to person. Um, but a lot of the functional medicine guys will be gut first, so diet and gut first, because you've got no building blocks to put something else on uh, on top. Especially if your if your choice is to try and, it's and not just supplement either, because no, it's not there's no it's, point chucking loads of vitamins in if your body's not absorbing them. No, and and they're still not necessarily going to be in the right proportion. Yeah, right. You mentioned chewing; it's it's that whole thing of breaking that down. There's a whole lot of other biomechanical biochemical reactions which need to occur through food so um, yeah diet and the trouble one I think that the diet's the hard one because a lot of people when they stress naturally are craving the instant sugar the chocolate bar because uh, of those cortisol levels wanting the extra sugar yeah and if we so you've got to try and break that that thing so the part one we said you know have have so negative feedback. have an understanding of what's going on because that's so important so if you've got the understanding it can motivate you saying, no, I'm not going to take that chocolate bar. You know, maybe that, uh, that you know, the, this, the green leafy salad and a walk afterwards is going to be far more, one, more appealing. One thing I'm doing with that, the guy over in the States, and it might be that you guys want to reach out to myself uh, for the coaching side of things, but find someone that's going to make you accountable. Even if it's just a friend and you send him a picture of the food. And he's making better choices because of it. Yeah. Because even if he eats junk, he has to send me a picture of it. And so that's kind of just that little break uh, to actually get him a bit more kind of aware he's doing it. Well, also the cravings and the stress are very strong. So very often people eat blind, mm-hmm. meaning that they just eat it. And then afterwards they go, geez, I've just nailed you know, yeah, a, whole, whole a, whole, a whole loaf of bread with, yeah. with whatever. Um, as opposed to, as you say, being accountable. It's a good idea. Well, so we hope that you've got some ideas to lower your stress levels if you have questions on it then let us know drop us a message we're both on both on facebook uh, in our uh, business pages and uh, drop us a message on the live wherever it is you see us if you walk into uh, walk into the clinic and um, you see what you drop a message yeah and we, we will answer on the on the next show hopefully so, yeah well so whenever the body gives a health signal a symptom a message it's all about also the why, not only just the what. And uh, that goes not only with stress and cortisol, but pretty much any situation. Get to the root cause. Ask the what, but certainly, most importantly, there's a why. Right, have a good week. Take care. We'll catch you on the next podcast.